Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Me, the cops, Tim Kalashaw, David Dennis Jr., Pablo S. Torrey. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. Whether that motivates you to have a good show today. The latest on the NBA looking into Draymond's stomp. The suspension, maybe. I got to land my foot somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the matchup that might decide Clip Sun's game, too. Let's go around the horn. Look at that. Look at that. You may not be a person who puts any credence into any of that, but two and 17. Oh, I'm sure it's a coincidence. Are the Sacramento Kings wearing out the Golden State Warriors? Champs down 0-2, Kings up 2-0, but we start with Draymond Sabonis. My leg got grabbed, second time in two nights. Referees just watching. I gotta land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. I, I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. Explanation was I stumped too hard. Mm-hmm. The ejection took Green out the final deciding seven minutes of the game. Sabonis got a technical, was not ejected. So I want to know your split and blame here between Sabonis grabbing a Green stopping and should an NBA suspension be coming around the horn? Tim Kalashaw. Uh, Tony, I think this is a suspendable offense in today's NBA. Okay. I don't think I'm the only one who looked at this and thought back 31 years ago to Kristen Leitner in one of the greatest college games ever played step against Kentucky, stepping on the stomach, in this case, of Aminu Timberlake. And nothing happened back then to Leitner, but we didn't do anything about a lot of things. We didn't do anything when Mikhail clotheslined Kurt Rambis a few years before that. There was a whole lot of things that went on in basketball games. Uh, the world has changed since then. Draymond Green's record speaks for itself. I know Sabonis does have his arms there, but he's just been knocked to the floor by Clay Thompson. He's initially trying to cover his head. And, and you know, so if, if you grab Draymond's foot, foot, Draymond ought to be able to pull away and jump somewhere besides just So on the blame, it's 100% yes. green, zero Sabonis? There's a, there, I'll give 15% to Sabonis okay. or whatever small number you want to go, but there's still a lot of options. And Tim also said on green as a recidivist here, or at least a, a common uh, kicker of opponents' bodies, plays a mm. fact in his view that it should be a suspension. David Dennis Jr., I'll go to you. I would say that Sabonis was the tackler of Clay and not the tackle-y of Clay. I think he sort of initiated oh that move that got them on the floor. But, he, I mean, you heard Draymond. Where else is he going to step? The court is only 94 feet long. He had no choice but to step on the guy's <laughs> sternum and do a little twist and a little jump. Give the guy a break here. No, I think that um, penalties in the playoffs weigh a little bit more in the re- than they do in the regular season. This happened in February. I think you might suspend him a game, but you already kicked him out of a game with seven minutes mm-hmm. left in the fourth okay. quarter. Yeah. It cost the team, uh, possibly cost the team that game. That's enough. We move on. And of course, it was, and plus it was a retaliatory move because the bonus did grab that foot first. Okay, so in the split of blame, you have 51-49. What are we talking about here, David? 
We'll go, we'll go 65 Draymond for the little stomping twist and 35 for Sabonis for, the, for grabbing. And Pablo Torre, you? Suspending Draymond Green would be a terrible idea, Tony. Not just because, yes, there's been a punishment meted out already because he got kicked out of the game that they lost, but because the NBA discipline system is not actually a criminal justice system. It is a thing that's supposed to create the best game possible within the bounds of fairness. And I believe that the harm of actually suspending Draymond Green is that you are rewarding Sabonis, who was in this for the same motive. He was trying to do the exact same thing. They were trying to wrestle. They were trying to get under each other's skin. Sabonis knew what he was doing. If it's 60-40, which is about where I land, the reality is I don't want to reward a guy who is doing the same gamesmanship but has like 10% more self-control. To me, Draymond Green is a recidivist. He's a habitual line stepper. All of those things are true. Also, I want good players to play in basketball games when they count. So don't get in the way of your own product, please. Mm-hmm. And Mina Kimes. So that's two no suspension for Draymond. Kalashaw, the lone four suspension. Go ahead, Mina. Yeah, well, he's a habitual line stepper, but if he goes unpunished, does he become a habitual chest stepper? That's on the minds of the NBA. But what is also on the mind of the NBA is the optics of this whole thing. Oh, God. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> the, All right, keep the going. This whole thing comes across. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the correct word to describe the situation. Um, because I do think if the Warriors hadn't lost, they might look at this differently. Mm-hmm. But they did lose. It comes across as time served. And as everyone, well, minus Tim, has pointed out, it was in response to a provocation. Both players did something dirty. Draymond Sin was being reactive and then putting a little extra sauce on it. Uh, the refs got it right in real time, but there's no reason to throw a suspension on top of it. He's not that flexible. He couldn't step anywhere else. Where does that rank, Mina, on as far as explanations go? Yeah. Uh, that's like pounding your fist on a table and saying your hand had to lay somewhere. Okay, but you pounded your fist and we all saw Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. I could have made a further step. I had nowhere else to put my foot. That was it. Nowhere to go. I wasn't flexible. Okay, let's talk about the game because the game, hello, is the thing. And whether the Warriors can climb out of this 0-2 hole they find themselves in, that's one question. But whether the Kings are wearing the champs out, we haven't even gotten the full offensive scheme of Sacramento yet, but they're up 2-0 now, David Jennings Jr. Are the Warriors in real trouble? The Warriors are in trouble, but, you know, sometimes the playoffs are just a continuation of the regular season. We say the playoffs are different, but sometimes it's not, and the Warriors have stunk on the road, uh, and they play better at home. There is a world where the Warriors go back home, we go back to Sacramento 2-2, because this road... Uh, these first two games were a continuation of how they played in the regular season. They were sloppy. 22 turnovers, 26 fouls. But when you go home, you expect a little bit better from the supporting cast. They were plus 14 when Steph's minutes, minus 25 when he was out, 32% uh, shooting uh, from three. Uh, Jordan Poole has been totally absent. So you think that those things will get better at home, but there are two things that are troubling with the Warriors beyond that. One, the Sacramento Kings have not had that explosive 150-point game where they cannot miss any shots. And if that happens in Chase, this series is over. And also, there's an assumption that if the Warriors win these next two games, Sacramento might just fold. But this team has taken every punch that the Warriors have had and it's responded in the clutch. This is going to be a dogfight even if the Warriors win the next Pablo Torre. Can the Warriors come out of this 0-2 hole? 
They certainly can. They have never come back from, they've never faced an 0-2 hole, but they did just win the NBA Finals in a 2-1 hole. And I do think it's worth noting that like when David Dennis Jr., Steph Curry's surrogate, sounds worried, the Warriors themselves should certainly, they should feel a little concerned about this, Tony. The book on the Kings has been that they are the greatest, most efficient offense in NBA history, an inflated era of NBA offense. But the defense was the problem, the worst defense in the postseason. That defense is not the one that I'm watching. I'm watching a defense that is playing as if they are lifted by a crowd. And so to me, this is a series of home court advantages. We knew that about the Warriors. We now see that in living color with the Kings. It feels like a seven game series. Both of these games have been crazy close. I believe they will remain that way. Yeah. But you for think a really, really Golden State long, should be time. worried to hear Draymond Green after the game. We know he's not that flexible. But for him to say, I'm excited to be down 0-2 because that's a challenge you've never had me to come. So how did you hear that? Yeah, they should absolutely be worried. If you showed me this score and took out the teams, I would have thought the Warriors would have won. I mean, uh, you know, close scoring, low scoring game, it doesn't make sense. But what does make sense is that the Kings showed us things that they have all season long, which is that they are faster than the Warriors, scored 29 points in transition, which according to ESPN is the most the Warriors have given up, or the third most, pardon me, in eight years. And they're more disciplined. There's the foul trouble, which of course we've been talking about with regards to Draymond, but the turnovers, which have been an issue for Golden State all season. Now, I don't think they're going to get swept. Uh, the Warriors have shot less than 33% from three. I don't expect that to continue. I don't expect Steph to have another bad scoring game. But do I think the Warriors can come back to Sacramento and win, which is what they're going to have to do? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Tim Kalisha. I thought the Warriors were in trouble when the, when the matchups came out. I can't think of any team that the Kings and Kings fans especially would love to beat more than that <laughs> champion team that's 90 miles away. And the fact that they like to play Warrior basketball, get up and down and run, and first team to 130 wins. And as David Dennis said, the Kings haven't really even got that offense fully fully going. Uh, Fox didn't really get it going last night till the fourth quarter. So I can see them continuing to play at a very tough level for the Warriors to beat. Also, real quick, I mean, Curry's back from his latest injury. That doesn't mean the Steph Curry that was in the playoffs a year ago is back. He doesn't seem to be 100%, and I do think those things make right. difference. Right, and they're not the same team as they were last year's run. They're missing an Otto Porter-style, right. you know, player. Sean Livingston from years past. Tori, last word. Yeah, and they're not, the Warriors are not attacking the Kings at their softest point, which is in the paint. The Warriors have this advantage if they choose to use it, but they're not set up to do it. That is where the Kings are just showing them their belly and saying, we dare you to attack, and they're not. One more story. Last night's win for Philadelphia. And that fiery speech Doc Rivers gave the team to turn it on yesterday in the third quarter timeout. Come on, guys. Come on. From that moment on, Philly turned it on, whether they were sleepwalking before or they're just cruising or they're playing down to the competition. What's up with these Sixers, Pablo? Well, Tony, this is a team in which James Harden is nursing a leg injury. Stop me if you've heard that story before. But the reality is that Joel Embiid is an unguardable NBA player, no matter who the opposing team is. And against the Nets, he looks like Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And so Tyrese Maxey is somebody who has taken all of these. He's taken off because of Embiid. It's a Tyrese Maxey game in name. But the reason is because Joel Embiid is opening up the floor to the point where his teammates are shooting like 20 plus open threes. And so this is a team in the Sixers that can absolutely make a title run. But the question is, of course, whether James Harden is going to be that 
complimentary superstar that I have been waiting for because they have everything else that they need, including Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid being healthy and incredible, better than he's ever been before. Nina, did you see a Sixers team playing down a competition or just cruising? I mean, the Nets don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. We knew this. They went small and tried to double him. It worked for a half, and then the dam broke, and the Sixers shot 52% uh, when Joel Embiid was doubled and dished it away. Uh, of course, it's going to work against the Nets, but is it going to work going forward? I don't know, because James Harden has now looked bad in two games, 3 for 13 from the field, and it doesn't, hasn't shown signs of improving, which is going to be an issue against better teams in the East. I think Pablo, the official spokesperson for the process, is a little too excited about two wins over the Spencer Dinwiddie-led Brooklyn Nets right now. Sometimes it's just you're playing a team that's not as good as you, and that's what the David Dennis gave us. Last word. Yeah, if, if only Doc Rivers had thought to say, come on, that one time he was up 3-1, or the other time he was up 3-1, or the other time he was up 3-1, everything would be so much better for him. The other That'll be the last word. Buy or sell next. That's good coaching. You know. Ubuntu. Good coaching. Yeah. Come on, guys. Proverb. Come on. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. NFL News of the Day. Damar Hamlin cleared to return to football. The reaction to this is immense. What it means for Hamlin, the player and the person, and also fellow players and fans as this story touched and captivated all. Hamlin in a press conference today expressed the reason for his cardiac arrest on the field for the first time, saying he suffered from commodio cordis, a blunt impact to the chest wall at a minute, very critical time in the heartbeat. Incredibly rare, but real in contact sports. Mina Kimes, where are your thoughts today? I mean, I think it's just worth taking a step back and marveling at the fact that a few month, months ago, we, the world, thought we saw this man die. So for him to get from there to returning to football, testament to not only the immediate response, but continued work of medical professionals and then his own perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all going to 
feel a little nervous the first time we see him play and that is completely understandable. But when he says he's been cleared by multiple doctors and that he's been advised for his own mental health that it's a good thing, we have to listen to DeMar Hamlin and hope that it all works out. Shaw. Yeah, and I would just add, you know, again, a credit to the, the medical people that the NFL has on the field at all these games that they were able to do what they did and how the NFL's worst nightmare became pretty much a feel-good story by the Super Bowl. And now it still seems like kind of an improbable step that he is ready to go back out and play, but, but good for him and, and, and good David for David Dennis Jr. I'm happy for Hamlin and what this means to him. Like Mina said, four months ago, we thought the guy died on the field. And the fact that he's healthy enough to even walk around and move, let alone play football, feels like a miracle. But in terms of watching these games and how I feel, knowing that there's a guy who almost died from a hit is going to be getting hit more out there on the field, I feel uneasy about it. I'm, I'm sure players are going to feel uneasy about it. It just feels really scary. And I hope that we can get to a point where this, you know, just feels like a normal guy out there playing football. Well, Pablo, hearing... Hamlin, for the first time, expressed that it was Commodio Cordis, according to his doctors, that it was, I don't want to say a flukish thing because it happens in contact, but it was that. No, Tony, this is a story that, as with any tragedy in American life, got consumed by the conspiratorial internet. And I hope this provides some maybe futile bit of clarity because it was never about clarity. It was about conspiracy. But I also want to point this out. Tim referenced that this is a feel-good story, and I agree. This is a story not that the NFL would feel comfortable promoting. What I want us to remember, though, is, again, as Mina and David framed it, this was a story that felt like a tragedy. What will we... What would we have done differently? What would players have had the leverage to ask for in the wake of a tragedy when it comes to health care and conditions and all of those things? That should still be part of the story, even if now it's in the tone of celebration. Buy or sell two Clippers Suns game two tonight. Phoenix in a position no one thought. Well, maybe some on this panel did think, actually. Tim Kalisha, I believe you had that right. Down 0-1, what would it take? for Phoenix to come back and even this series, knowing Chris Paul versus Scott Foster, 2-17 and 17 Paul is. Timmy, start us off. I mean, I think they got to make more than six threes, which is what they made in the first game, which, which sounds like a quarter for some NBA teams. But, but the Clippers, without Paul George, are still a very good team. Kawhi elevates his game. They've played without one or, one or both of their stars a lot the last four years. They're still a, a force. David Dennis Jr., uh, yeah, I think first you got to slash Scott tires, uh, Scott Foster's tires on the way to the game. Chris Paul hasn't won a game, a playoff game of Scott Foster refereeing in 10 years, since 2013. You put a lot of credence into but, that? I, I never did, but when I saw 2-17, and 17, I stopped for a second, gave me pause. Yeah, it gives me pause. I mean, I don't know why the NBA even allows this to happen, knowing that that record, they, they got to figure out how to keep these two people o- away from each other. But in terms of how the Suns are going to win this game, and the words of Doc River, come on, just try harder. Okay, they were out, right. they gave up 15 <laughs> offensive rebounds to the Clippers, crashed the boards, and that'll make a huge difference. Russell Westbrook cannot have the impact in that game he had while shooting three for 19. Chris Paul's on a 13-game losing streak in games officiated by Scott Foster. It's a little bit of statistical color to that streak. But, Tony, I add to this all the notion that Kevin Durant had 4 minutes and 51 seconds of clutch time in this game and took zero shots. And this, to me, is the story. Kawhi Leonard's going to be the closest thing we've got to biomechanical Michael Jordan. What is Kevin Durant going to do? This is a finals run or bust sort of a team. Is he going to defend Kawhi? Is he going to be all on Torrey Craig? Can he do that? I want the duel because I think the duel is where actually the Suns may 
need to go. I mean, it times. Yeah, I think KD has to go supernova, not just to overcome the fact that Scott Foster has his Serena Williams, Mario Sharapova-esque stat line against Chris Paul, which is wild, but also because the Suns, as star-studded they are, are not as deep as the Clippers. The Clippers bench outscored their bench 34 to 10. I don't think that's going to change, so it's going to be incumbent upon Durant to make up. We gave a lot of time to the two and 17 record, Paul versus Foster. You know Kevin Durant's record in his last seven playoff games? 0-7. Okay, something that could have been brought up in the argument. Thank you very much. Mita Kimes, David Dennis Jr., thanks for your time today. Kalashaw, Tori, showdown next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NHL playoffs last night. Canes over Islanders. Sebastian Ajo over Sebastian Ajo. I don't think we've ever made a big enough deal that there's two guys with the same name and that name is Sebastian Ajo. <laughs> Bruins, no sweat, of course. But the two other games, overtimers. Kings coming back from two goals down. Kopitar goal in the final 17 seconds of regulation to tie Edmonton. And then L.A. the winner in overtime. And the Wild over the Stars, an off-the-rails physical brawly game. Ryan Hartman, the game winner in OT2. Tim, you were there riding late into the night. But what result mm. meant most? You know, I don't want to minimize Edmonton's loss, giving that game away after they've been hot. But for the Stars... They lost a game, they lost a game that went to double overtime, and they lost Joe Pavelski, the center on their top line. Mm. That's enormous going forward. Mm-hmm. Pablo Torre? But the name that Tim did not mention, of course, is Jason Robertson, the guy who scored a goal for the Dallas Stars, the guy who Tim has been texting me about for a year. He radicalized me into caring about the Dallas Stars. He's a Filipino scoring phenom, and they need more goals, Jason. Sorry. You're going to have to do a lot more of this yourself. That may not be the headline coming from that game last night. Deja vu, Four Tim, goals. you think, at the Pavelski injury? Neuendijk uh, so many decades ago. 25 years yeah. ago, very, very reminding. Showdown two, Red Sox fans in the center field bleachers during the rain delay yesterday. It was a little bit brolic. Shirts optional in 50-degree rain. And there was a shooting of the boots. Yeah. Drinking your beer out of your shoe, a shoey. Pablo, let me ask you this. Is drinking a beer out of your shoe and being caught on camera doing it a win or a loss? for your family crest. Yeah, as someone whose family has been embarrassed by the fact that I have done this um, I really don't have a lot of moral high Hold on a second, though. Look at that. That shoe is brand new. That's just drinking out of a leather mug. You're not getting credit for that. Go ahead, Kalashaw. Yeah, 
my family crest includes shots of my son, Ben, as a dot racer at Ranger games. That's how you behave like a human, like a normal human at a baseball game. You dress up in a red dot hey, or a blue dot. They hung around, around in 50 degree outfit. rain. I'll give you credit for that. Hydration that. and Kalashaw. That was important. 30 seconds of FaceTime. Oh, thank you, Tony. I saw that Tracy McGrady was t- trending this morning. I had to look up why. And, of course, it was because of uh, the Athletic had a poll of NBA players. Who's the greatest player of all time? It was the typical battle between Jordan and LeBron with Jordan winning. But only five players got votes. Kobe came in third. Bill Russell and Tracy McGrady each appeared to get a vote. Bill Russell being linked with Tracy McGrady is something I still can't fathom. 11 championships on one hand. Tracy McGrady on the other. No offense to Tracy. No, no offense. Don't know no, what not, not to not. They, vote. No they should never vote. Right. Yeah, just 23 to power break. See you tomorrow. tomorrow.